It's WrestleMania week, folks, and we're back here at the Big Old Belt Podcast. We have just enough to talk about today since there's so many things going on. We don't want to hold you time. I know you guys ain't. Don't tune in to us today with all this wrestling going on. So we're just going to make sure we got some content for tonight. Um, we're going to tell you what we're most excited for for this WrestleMania uh, week, along with some other things. So, yeah, let's get into tonight's episode right now. What's up, folks? And again, welcome back to the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Your host here, Two James, alongside of Will and Jamal. This is going to be the trio for the night. It is WrestleMania season. It is WrestleMania week. All things are leading towards Tampa, Florida. There's things actually going on right now as we record. But again, it is our pleasure and due diligence to make sure we get some content out for you all this week. So we're going to keep it short and sweet, but there is things definitely to talk about. So that's why we're here. But before we get started, gentlemen, how are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. You know, we got my uh, my my second Pfizer shot today. I'm not right. dead yet. So this is a good time. Right. Awesomeness. Good news, good news. We are, as you said, in the thick of the beginning of WrestleMania weekend. Really, I would say this is day one as we are recording this Thursday night. We got Bloodsport popping off. We got TakeOver Night 2 popping off. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. last night we had TakeOver Night 1. And the train is just getting a rolling. And this weekend, of course, it's all just going to turn into who knows what and then head into next week where it's going to be a whole new playing field. So lots of stuff happening, to say the least. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And like I said, so many things have already went on. Um, thus far today, um, all the way to the end of tonight, all the way until Tuesday. There's a lot of things to be checking out. So it is a good time. Uh, however you choose to enjoy all the wrestling, whether you're there in person, whether you're at home, whether you're on a plane on the way to get there, whether you're doing that 12 hour drive, (laughs) either way, be safe, have fun. Um, it's a good time and it, it, it is always a good feeling to see, uh, so much wrestling going on, but yes, What's up, girl? Man, I don't know why you just didn't pull up. You know we got a seat available for you. Should have just jumped <laughs> on, Mimi. Come on, now. You know better than that. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for showing some love tonight. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to conclude the show by definitely giving off, you know, what we're most excited to see. And and, and by if, if we don't hurry up, then what I'm most so far as most excited to see, I mean, miss because it is on Bloodsport. But we'll get to that. But I'm going to give it to Jamal because we do have um, a, t- a bunch of things. Now, definitely, you know, if you have time, check out last week's episode as he laid out everything that was going on this week. But um, there's still a lot of uncertainty 
where things are going forward with a little bit of uh, a little bit of things moving and shifting and we're just going to kind of talk about that uh, really quickly so jamal yep so uh i guess the big big thing of course this is uh wrestlemania weekend and aew is having a house show tomorrow it's their first ever house show um I do believe, you know, way back when Cody said that ah, we don't really want to do house shows. We're just going to have shows like Dark. And that's going to be how we get um, people that are in-ring experience in front of a crowd. Okay, cool. So why have a house show? Well, there have been a couple of things. Um, Tony Khan did an interview with Dazen? DeZone? I think it's called DeZone. DeZone. Yeah, DeZone. Um, yep. Yeah, he sat down with DeZone and he said, and I quote, I'm running the show because my competition is, is running. I'm running the show in my own building at home that I don't have to change a single set piece for. I've already got the ring set up there. The wrestlers are already in town, already paid for their travel to Jacksonville. I got a crew of wrestlers in Jacksonville in my own building, in my own ring. It's like I traveled and put the show on somebody else's lawn. No, I'm just going to do a show in my own building. So if anybody's around Jacksonville or would like to come, they're more than welcome. But it's a show in Jacksonville, not a show anywhere else in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, one of the reasons you know, why he's doing that, if you looked at the Ticketmaster uh, seating chart, they are expanding greatly the seating arrangements in Daly's Place. I think that building holds about 5,500. And I think they're going to get up to 50% of that, which, you know, or 2,000-ish, whatever comes first. But they, it's going to be social distance, of course, in pods of two, three, or four. But the idea is um, you want to see a lot more folks in the building for this house show that we have before on TV and a pay-per-view. So is it a petty money-making move by Tony Khan? Possibly. Is it a, an actual dry run before they open up the yep. floodgates to allow more yep. fans to come? Mm-hmm. Yep. Possibly. Um, and as we've seen, there have been some changes to some of the indie shows. If you were hoping to see Deppin versus uh, Jack Evans, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Apparently, Evans can't make it to the VXS show uh, at midnight down in Ybor City. So who knows what the show will actually be tomorrow night? I guess you'll have to go to find out because it's not going to be televised in any way. And they've, they've kind of been adamant about that, uh, you know, being televised. So I think if you listen to Khan, I'm going to quote him in a second. Uh, he really wants to do this show for the fans that just can't make it to, to Tampa. And he says, and I quote, but it's not like I scheduled a show in my own building in my own ring without having to move a single set piece and do any travel with all the wrestlers in Jacksonville. It's probably a big time stretch and I'm trying to do it to get people to drive from three hours away. I know some people are going to do that and it's great. And I'm very, very appreciative for everybody taking the drive. But I'm also trying to do things to take care of the people locally in Jacksonville. And it seemed like a good weekend to run a show. We primarily draw in Jacksonville and we can get some people from all over. So, you know, so the long and short of it is, is that it's a little bit of column A, petty, you know, WrestleMania weekend hype, a little <laughs> bit of column B. Yeah, he does need to, uh, to, to have a plan, an actual dry run to run um, that building at a larger capacity and what way to do it than to just do it. And the, since the show was live on Tuesday or Wednesday, why not? Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, for some reason, when this was first brought up, I was completely like me, me. I was like, this is absolutely top level petty. But now, like, right. you explaining it, <laughs> the dry one 
aspect sits so much more firm with me because why not when you go, you're going to have your lawyer list and you're going to have other people come. So you have maximum opportunity to do this and you're getting There's a no mixture SmackDown. of. Tomorrow exactly. Night, live event wise on TV, but it's taped, but there's not like it's, a live SmackDown happening. He's yeah. not going to Tampa. You know, he's just doing it where he's already set up, which I think yeah. is the key thing. If now if WrestleMania was in Dallas, like it's going to be next year, and he goes to Dallas and sets up and does a show in Dallas, that's a completely different thing than this. But, but well, see, see, he's just the opening the that's, doors at his house where he's already at. But see, I, I mean, three hours is far. Especially yes. in, in Florida. It's, it's Not in far. Florida. Not in Florida. Yeah. Florida drives. I, we know Florida drives. I don't know. Okay, I mean, so look, I mean, three hours is four stuck in traffic. Florida drives. <laughs> true. True. Okay. So, but like, yeah, I mean, you see it with ROH. I mean, you know, they they don't necessarily book in the same city as WWE, but you are taking a thirty minute to an hour trip to wherever it's at. So, like, it's well, not... WrestleMania? Yes, they do. No, they don't. When, Wrestle- they book- when WrestleMania when was in, in LA... When they were in was Dallas... It- when they were in Dallas... Um, I mean, sorry, where's uh, where's the Rangers Stadium? That's... Um, Arlington, Houston. Texas. Arlington, Arlington. thank you. Yeah. So, WrestleMania was in uh, Arlington, and uh, and ROH ran in... Dallas. Dallas. Okay, that's about 45 minutes apart. But that's that's okay. So that's only, that's forty five minutes apart. But the only thing that's in Arlington is the football stadium and the new baseball stadium. Yeah, no one means, goes unless you're going to University of Texas in Arlington. Nobody goes to Arlington. I mean, but oh. I'm just saying it's not uncommon to run in proximity, but to the point where okay, it's like, this, well, my, my house is, is right here, so just come through. But ROH is based in Baltimore. They ran <laughs> a show in Dallas which is the home market for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. ran a show in New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend. They ran a show in Lakeland, Florida, which is 45 minutes down the road from Orlando. So they are definitely piggybacking off the fact that, um, you know, WWE and WrestleMania is in town and half sure. the indie world is in town. This is different. You know, AEW's based in Jacksonville. They have their wrestlers in town from the live show that was on um, Wednesday. Last night. Mm-hmm. So, and they could need a um, a dry run, a legitimate dry run, to expand a seating in Daly's place. Yeah, I do I, think I mean, it's I, a little bit of column A and a column, little bit of column B. Yeah. And live shows draw money. They need to yeah. they sell those. T- and those tickets aren't cheap. I mean, they're upwards of $140. You buy them what? In, if you want to sit closer to the ring, you're going to pay over a hundred dollars, and you no. know Ticketmaster is going to get that cut. So, the, the no, yeah, you're leaves, right. Yeah, yeah. So two hundred <laughs> easily. Two hundred. <laughs> hey, Ticketmaster hasn't been running for a year, so Ticketmaster's like, we need to catch up on that. Them, if those lawsuits them, come back, we'll handle that. Them yeah. fees been doubled to make up for yeah. the last year. <laughs> but but, but at the same time, I will I will say this: if you do sit close to AEW, it is almost like a VIP because you are in eyesight. Of town. Yeah, you're right and there. That, that goes a long way for some people. So you're yeah, right you're, there you're in the right ring, but you're there. also right there. So like, I, 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 you know what? I'm not mad at this experiment. That's my that's my right. piece on that. I'm not. And mad I at think it. and I think also if you are a wrestler and you're driving down 75 and you're coming in from wherever you are and you're trying to make Tampa and you know that you're not on the card. True. You might might could. 
bank a left on I-10 and then mm-hmm. head to Jacksonville before you True. spend the rest of your weekend in Tampa. Why not? Matter of fact, it ain't going to hurt. A, it ain't going to hurt. A majority of those folks from the Carolinas and uh, in the Georgia area, it just makes sense. Oh, yeah. It right. just makes sense. Why would you fly from Georgia when you can pack your family up and just do that small little drive and it'd be way more cost efficient? It's almost mm-hmm. like us. Why would we drive to New York when it's literally right there? Right. Right. So, right. But it's the same thing when you're there by the afternoon. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, it's, it's not bad strategy at all. I don't know so, who actually put that together concisively and pitched it, but they're on point. So the, the, the pettiness aside, because there is that element too, um, I really do hope that they do get the response in order to see logistically what a, uh, a, a decent sized crowd or a half full crowd looks like. We're not just talking about the people in the stands, but logistically, how are 2,000 people going to go to three bathrooms? How are they going to order from five concession stands? How are they going to park in three parking lots and so on and so forth? These are questions that we have to take into consideration now because Florida is going to Florida um, and they want to still do it safely. So I I was just going to say, what are the repercussions if none of this is followed? Is there any in Florida? Not in Florida, no. The consequences will just be whatever public backlash comes if word gets out later that, hey, stuff has been traced back to these events. But legally, no, Florida's a free-for-all. We, we know that. It'll just be public sentiment for, for any of these events, whether it's the collective, whether it's IWTV running in a brewery, whether it's WrestleMania itself. It, it is what it is. Well, But yeah, yeah I... Florida ain't gonna be no legal anything for anything that happens this weekend. Right. They can right. fill they can fill any of these venues if they want to. We know that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to something uh, a little bit different. Corbauer, who owns MLW, he's the CEO. Uh, he took to Twitter today around four o'clock Eastern, and it says signed, big capital letters, contract emoji, television emoji. I don't know how full your DVR is, but. You might have to get a thumbstick because MLW apparently has uh, is has or either is close to signing a legitimate television deal. Now here's a question, because we don't really Where? have to care about MLW as a thing. Um, the the real question is, if MLW signs a legit television deal, where does that leave ROH? <laughs> okay, so no, no, no. Well, I think no, we're no, smart seriously. enough here. If we're trying to like, you know, I, I don't care how much talent you have. I don't care how many T-shirts you sell. If people can't see the product and talk about it, you know, at in one setting. And that's the big thing about watching TV now versus watching TV 20 years ago and waiting to get to work or to school to, to hash it out at the water cooler. People need to talk about shit right now. And having a watch party for a show that I saw three days ago and Ring of Honor doesn't cut it. So I think... <laughs> the television aspect of it could solidify, especially if the Lucha Underground shenanigans is working out the way they think it is, um, could propel, uh, you know, uh, MLW ahead of Ring of Honor as far as it's standing culturally as a wrestling company. Um, I think it's a good look, whatever the TV deal is. Um, and why would you, of course, make a big deal about signing like a YouTube contract or something like that? That ain't it. So... Hopefully they get a major uh, TV deal. Hopefully it's not a behind the paywall. And hopefully they give a chance for the country to watch MLW in a very real way. 
Okay, so can we can we like kind of predict here? Where does it go? Because like, if I mean they're not going to sound Warner Media Sports Network. <laughs> I mean yeah, they had that go- deal on B- they had that deal on BN already. So you would hope if he's hyping this that it's something more higher profile than that. But I tell you, I, I tell you what, it, man, yeah, I don't know. I mean, access? I, I think <laughs> no because I, um, I was going to say access, yeah. I don't think Hootie's going to allow the competition. I don't think so. They either. got rid of Japan, could, so but they yeah. both could exactly. help each other. They both, could, yeah. You <laughs> the new Japan thing. That's yeah. Right. So Hootie's <laughs> not going to allow the competition, but uh, also they had Wow. So <sighs> it's not really competition, but it could help. I mean, here I, I, I didn't want to talk about this today, but at this point now, I'm starting to wonder who is left in Impact Wrestling. They can use any but all help at this point. And if another show leads you into flowing into watching that, then so be it. <laughs> no, I mean, to because be fair, Impact has, you know, has granted they have more television uh, time now because they have that, they, their live pre-show, which yeah, is a thing before that. their event. They're starting to get some cohesion as it comes through. I don't understand, and we, we'll talk about this at a later date, what the ramifications of the AEW deal is. Um, that really doesn't seem to be moving the needle at all, and we have a pay per view coming up for them, so that's obviously some big stakes there. Funeral but coming. Then, well, there's well, there is that, but but with MLW, <laughs> they seem to be putting themselves in the position, assuming that they're going to get a traditional TV deal. They seem to be putting themselves in the position that Impact was in a couple of years ago. Yeah, and now that Impact has solidified themselves, well, they're on right now. Uh, you know, yeah. after moving to Thursdays. Um, yeah. Now that they're solidified themselves and kind of got like a stable footing, who knows? This time next year, we may be talking about MLW kicking ass on Saturday nights. Yeah. Either way, you got to be you got to be in this conversation, regardless yeah. of it of it being a bluff or legitimate. You got to be in this conversation because ROH is a legitimate brand, but yeah. it's not given the respect because of that one element, TV right. deal. That's it. Right. That is all I mean, it is. <laughs> no one's going to argue that ROH's talent can't hang with anyone with the else. Best of them. With, with anyone mm-hmm. else's yep. talent, like nobody's going to argue against that. But what we will say is, when can I see ROH? Right, and that answer is going to be been? very. When's it dude, that, it's like a running joke. It's like a running joke. When can I watch ROH on TV? It's like pinch yes, yourself, you man. How many times we're going to? How many times we're going to say this? Like it's it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It, it, it really is. It really is. Okay, so if you have tickets for AEW's uh, events in Houston at the Ferreira Center or at the UWM Panther Arena in Milwaukee, your dates have changed. They are now April. I'm sorry, in April. August the 18th in Houston. Truth. August the 25th in Milwaukee. Uh, Six o'clock Central Time for both of those. Hopefully, you can get, we'll be able to go to those events um, and experience them in some capacity. I would hate to see they kick down the road again. They've also kicked down the road uh, their events in Boston, Newark, New Jersey, Rochester, New York, and Philly. Uh, those are going to happen in September and October. Uh, they do still have St. Louis in June listed. That will be interesting to see if that actually happens. That's a dynamite that's supposed to be in St. Louis on June 23rd. It'll be interesting to see if that happens because the Cardinals have fans at home. And... <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like the state shut down. 
you know, the Cardinals have fans. Uh, I think the uh, the Blues have fans in St. Louis. Granted, it's 10, 10, 12, 20% capacity or whatever, but the idea is when does AEW, when does anyone start touring again? Now, WWE is booked through the summer in August. Um, I think they're booked through SummerSlam at the Sundome. Right. But uh, with W or Nothing coming up, which will definitely be in Jacksonville, uh, hopefully with a larger audience because more chances for me to get tickets as I'm already ready to go to Jacksonville, uh, it will be interesting to see when AEW starts running the road again, which could be as soon as June 23rd, what will probably be August uh, well before Labor Day. Uh, uh, there's one, two things. WWE 2K22. I know how excited you are for that. <laughs> not, not, even, not even Black Friday will get my money. I know how excited you are. Contain yourself. <laughs> but apparently 2K Sports has announced that it will share a special announcement related to the 2K title this weekend. So if you're watching uh, you know, WrestleMania over the course of the weekend, apparently you're gonna you they're gonna drop like some kind of teaser. Uh, to what 2K22 is going to look like. Now, of course, there was no 2K21 because it was no, just, just hot garbage. Um, <laughs> like, it, like it, you, you could cook on it. That's how hot that garbage was. Like, you got an extra year to work on this, so they got to come out hot with something this weekend. Man, look, that don't mean anything. I can tell you, for example, this game right here took a long time for them to get it done. And they still can't get it right. So, right. extra year. Matter of fact, <laughs> NBA Live also took a year off, and it came back, and it never went to anywhere but yeah. the Black Friday bin. So, <laughs> yeah, so, mistakes were made. So, I played uh, live for three whole minutes, and I regret <laughs> two minutes and forty five seconds of that. It, it was it was not fun. Oh, um, so yeah, so this is the so the big thing about. Um, uh, 2K22 being hinted at over the weekend for WrestleMania 27. Uh, apparently, they've like changed some of the studios and developers, and um, the the publisher has said that um, they're looking to develop the game and and with a renewed focus on quality. Well, no shit. <laughs> so um, it, it will be interesting to see we you know what that looks like. I mean. The games look pretty, but they play crappily. So, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Remember when WWE? Remember when wrestlers sued WWE in the same manner that players sued the NFL for their CTE treatment and you know uh, rights and stuff like that? Uh, well, WWE wrestlers kind of sued the uh, WWE because of their injuries and WWE not really taking care of them. And kind of knowing and profiting off of the toll that it takes on wrestlers' bodies. Well, the case was thrown out. Apparently, not only is WWE morally corrupt, but apparently so are their lawyers. <laughs> so because their lawyers are facing half a million dollars in sanctions for bullshitting around. Now, if you waste the, if you waste the court's time, you usually have to pay those fees back. Um and a lot of those fees, as far as like the legal process, they bill all of those hours. So what did they bill for? Apparently, um, the lawyer themselves and his firm, KNL Gates, were 
they sent out a bill to the, uh, the to the plaintiffs, and the plaintiffs looked at it and said, "Nah," because they're charging a million dollars to make copies or hmm. half a million dollars to like staple stuff. You know what? Right. Right. I mean, like billable hours, all of these billable <laughs> hours for bullshit. Like, well, hey, man, we had to take a six hour lunch break at the macaroni grill. You know, <laughs> we, we watched the Law and Order episode. So that's billable hours. <clears throat> so apparently the uh, uh, those people in Connecticut that overlooked that stuff, Connecticut and Massachusetts that overlooked that stuff are kind of reassessing their claims for what billable hours are. Um, and they wind up sanctioning that law that law team uh, half a million dollars in sanctions for that bullshit. So, if you're McMahon's lawyers, do as he says. Apparently, not as he, not as he does, but uh, that is the damnest thing, and that's the news for this week. Okay. Well, with that being said, let's uh, jump to our commercial, and then we'll get to the second half of things we're excited for WrestleMania week. So we'll get to that all in a second. This episode of the Big Gold Bell podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected to the advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the Big Gold Bell podcast in the section titled, How Did You Hear About Podgo? in the application. All right. So, yeah, again, as I have stated about five times now, it is WrestleMania week. And there's so much wrestling going on. I'm actually currently watching wrestling as we record right now. That's right. I can do two things at once, folks, believe it or not. Um, because Bloodsport <laughs> is on. And, like, yeah, I want to talk about, what you know, we're going to go go about talking about uh, where we're most excited to see this week. And I'm just going to just quickly say that the reason why I'm watching Bloodsport right now, because the match I want to see happens to be a friend of mine who's finally getting ready to get down and get dirty on GCW Presents Josh Burnett Bloodsport 6. And that's my guy, the savage gentleman, Victor Benjamin, who is finally... guest of the show. Come on. That's right. New, <laughs> yes, numerous time guest. Numerous time guests, whether it's just jumping in some impromptu or a formal interview or just kicking back. Um, it is good to see my my guy getting ready to get his shine tonight. He is facing uh, what's his name? The bad boy uh, Tito something. I forget uh, who I'm not familiar with, to be honest. But nonetheless, uh, I cannot wait uh, to see him like, you know, former uh, MMA fighter undefeated at that undefeated uh, wait, MMA yeah, fighter. Yeah, and 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 so you know he made the transition into wrestling, and and that's been going good. But to kind of see him legitimately get at, be able to bridge his skills and display it the way he really can is absolutely going to be crazy. So I cannot wait to see that uh, as it uh, should be. I don't know. It's like about eight matches on that, so I'm not really sure when. But I'm, I'm probably coming up within this. the hour. I would say. Yeah. Yes, right. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, the bad bad dude Tito. That's it. I don't know why I wanted to add something else. I guess because the USC always gives like, mm. uh, you know, a, a bad a boy nickname. Tito Ortiz. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> the Venice Beach bad boy. You're thinking that he's yeah, not. He's not yeah, taking out Tito Ortiz, folks. 
Yeah. And oh, by the way, Tito is a bad boy because that dude got arrested in Hawaii again like last week. That dude is wild, man. He is a wild dude. Met him one time and he's an asshole. So there's that. So, no, yeah. He's that, an asshole. asshole. He's an asshole. So yeah, Victor Benjamin versus bad boy Tito, which is going to be at Josh Burnett's Bloodsport 6, which is currently happening right now as we record. So Damien, welcome to the show yes, tonight. Um, Thanks, guys. Um, let, give us a little bit of your uh, expectations or excitement for uh, this remaining part of Russ May. Because we're right in the middle of it, by the way. But yeah, what's uh, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Also, Should shout out to my up. man, Okai, who's uh, down here ringside on, on Bloodsport doing his work. That's our guy. Uh, I want to give a shout out really quick. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, I can't wait for it to be over. That's the first thing. Uh, because... <laughs> You know, the fact okay, that in our group, Grinch. the no wait, the fact that in our group chat, Will is hitting us with all these tidbits of information of these random shows happening right now. <laughs> it's like, wait, you only got ten people in the parking lot. However, Bloodsport is Bloodsport is packed. Bloodsport no, is a good sign. That, yeah, that's a good. Thank sign. God, P- mm-hmm. people getting killed before eleven a.m. on concrete in the hot sun <laughs> for ten people. Oof. It's uh, what, I'm really, what I'm really doing with all this many a weekend is making me see how many people are taking this seriously, still practicing social distancing, et cetera, et cetera, because Florida. <sighs> but it's also making me excited for next year when hopefully we're all vaccinated and uh, it comes to my neck of the woods and I can be a part of the, the nonsense and I can get all y'all down here in some way, shape or form. Hell, hell with know? that. We're, hell yeah. we're, our whole team is vaccinated so we can go. <laughs> There you go. Can't sit with us. Belt on the road. <laughs> can't no, sit like, with us. But, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you can't sit here. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, honestly, what I'm most looking forward to was watching AEW last night. And it was a decent show. Uh, and then NXT Part 1. I, 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 I was hyped after last night's show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait. Once we get off of here, I'm going to go back and check out Part 2. But... Uh, I'm really happy that some of the indie folks are getting some shine. Uh, the ones you never would have expected to get shine. And then a part of it also is the hot girl shit. You know, the gray sweatpants battle royal. If he's big gay brunch. The stuff that we were amped for last year that we didn't get a chance to see because of COVID. So, I, and shout out to Faye Jackson. Um, you deserve all the adulation you're going to be getting this week and beyond. So uh, I'm looking forward. But in terms of mania, look, man, give me Sasha Bianca. Give me, mm-hmm. hopefully, Bobby crushing Drew. <laughs> please, <laughs> you know, please. after like you know, like after five ten minutes, just have him like pa- have the have the hurt business get back together as a big swerve, and then they all topple Drew McIntyre, and I will. Man, be that sounds like good writing. So you know that ain't happening. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and there's you know, let's just hope everybody's happy and healthy, and you know, everybody makes it out alive. That's actually the one thing I'm I'm hoping that everyone makes it out alive. Yeah, that's a good. Exactly. That's a good point. They're very also, true. let's all stay also to safe. The, <laughs> to the to the fake comment, like this may be a little bit selfish, but like I really, really hope that the love is so monumental that once she does recover and heal, that she decides to get back in there. And I think this is one of those cases where like you want to give people their flowers while they're around because like if she does legitimately hangs it up, that is a huge element in. Yep. In, in, in professional wrestling missing. I, I, I tweeted it 
and say that she decides to never wrestle again, book her to run your locker room. Legitimately, legitimately will make sure that conduct is in order. People are getting paid. No one's getting played. And that the time (laughs) fucking moves when matches are queued up and you're ready to go. I swear the the one to two times that she's ran a locker room of a show I've been in, that show ended at a reasonable time. Not the next day, (laughs) not a seven hour show, but three and a half and was done. That's the type of person that is priceless in your locker rooms, whether she's in your ring or not, whether she's on commentary or whatever, have her run that locker room as priority. It is a must have that people have somebody like her in their locker rooms. Holy crap. All right, who up next? I'll jump in here. So, yeah, like we said at the beginning, there's been a lot going on already, a lot to come. Standout stuff, I would say so far. I would be remiss if I didn't right off the bat just say that Walter and Ciampa had a damn, like, gangland brawl last night that if you had, did not see it, it is worth going out of your way to see. I would say that's probably where the bar is set right now as far as crazy crap happening over WrestleMania weekend. It could very easily be surpassed tonight, but that's been the standout big time moment so far for me. Now, today, as far as we go on to the indie shows, God, there's been a couple good things. The shows are weird. They're definitely mm-hmm. kind of all over the map, but there's been some highlights. IWTV did some really good stuff this afternoon at their family reunion. Edith Surreal, the former uh, Apricots and Pears, and still still life with Apricots still and Pears, Apricots Pears, now yep. known as Edith Surreal, had a hell of a title match with uh, Lee Moriarty. <laughs> for the independent wrestling title. Great technical stuff there. So if you've not seen that, I would check that out also. That was real good fun today. Going into tomorrow, I'm really excited about a couple things. A big one that jumps out for us from the DC area, from our scene. It hopefully is finally going to happen tomorrow at uh, Action Wrestling and Southern Underground Pro. For the last two WrestleManias, they have tried to put together Eric Royal and Daniel Macabe. Oh, it's gonna first mm-hmm. happen at Nova. Yep. Last year, of course, didn't happen in Action Wrestling. Was gonna do it last year, so hopefully tomorrow, third time will be the charm, and they will finally meet tomorrow at noon mm. on their show, uh, Underground Pro. Uh, have fun, be sad. That's tomorrow. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to that because I've been wanting to see that match now for three years. So mm. let's get Eric Royal some shine on WrestleMania weekend. Damn it! Hell yeah! Another friend Hell and yes. former guest of the show. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely, yes. That was a hell of an answer there. Yeah, that as far as the indie stuff goes, I'm most excited about that. Other stuff that really stands out uh, tonight for the culture, Rich Swan and Too Cold Scorpio. Gonna throw down. Um, got an eye on that. And, of course, you got Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl shit also happening tomorrow. Another DC connection I got an eye on there. Trisha Dora is gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. Taking on Tasha Steeles, another former friend of the show. So, well, I guess still French, I should say former friend, but yeah. I'm really excited for that one. There, there's a lot of good stuff happening, and I haven't even touched Mania yet, so I'll wrap it up with saying, I mean, Damien said it, that Bianca and Sasha match, we've been waiting for that forever. I hope they get to close out the show. Please just open the night with Drew and Bobby, get that over with, tear that Band-Aid off, and let the ladies have that closing moment in Tampa on night one, and then we'll go from there. I'm really looking yep. forward to that one. So we shall see. But there's a lot of good stuff. I, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. It's Mania weekend, folks. So 
pick and choose. There's some fun stuff happening. The one match that I will be looking forward to will not be happening in Florida. It'll be happening in Japan. Um, Mesa Ruga versus Sayaka. Uh, that's going to be in a part of a chocolate professional wrestling's uh, show number 104. Uh, it start the event starts at 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. local time in Japan. Uh, that's this coming Friday night, Saturday morning for them. That's a match that is really interesting to me. It's a match that's going to be in the ring. And if you've seen Choco Pro before, you know that that's a different thing because they don't do ring matches uh, too often. So I really, 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 really am looking forward to that uh, this coming Friday night. Um, <clears throat> as far as the stuff that goes around with WrestleMania, Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl Shit is probably the most complete show top to bottom um, mm-hmm. over the weekend. Uh, I will not be indulging in the gray sweatpants battle royal uh, for reasons. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that. Good for you. But as far as the show goes, it's it's actually like top to bottom going to be a hell of a card. Um, the GCW VXS show, which is like at midnight, uh, <coughs> Brian Cage versus Chris Dixon, Dickinson uh, should be on paper a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very interesting. Uh, John Davis versus O'Shea Edwards in the Southern yes. Underground Pro. Yes, sir. Um, yes. You know, that match is going to be absolutely bananas. Angelus Lane is on that card as well. Uh, I'm not I'm not familiar with Nolan Edwards, but I do know and like begrudgingly Ad- Angelus Lane. Um, AJ Gray <laughs> versus... Um, I was just wondering where you're going to say something. I thought you were going to go by the wayside. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, like, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, Angelus is a hell of a talent, and she deserves more than she's given. Um, and we move on. So AJ Gray versus JD Gray uh, in that in that match also, um, that card as well. Um, God damn, that's going to be a very interesting thing. To see, um, and then you know, Ring of Honor, believe it or not, is actually this weekend as well, and they've just had their anniversary show, and the fallout from that is uh, still going ongoing, so that should be interesting. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's a lot of stuff. There are some things that are interesting, but personally, I will not be watching the show. Uh, basically, if Schlack is booked on your show, that's a no can do for me. <laughs> so, no can do for me, dog. That's, a, that's, a, that's just that's just a no. Um, so John Davis versus Calvin Tankman uh, on the ICW show. That looks like a banger uh, match on paper. But fuck Schlack. Won't can't do it. Um, can't do it. Won't ain't more, ain't more time. Uh, as far as the WWE stuff goes, um, really don't care. Uh, you know, I am interested to see what the fallout is from the AEW show. Not necessarily yes. from the matches, but just from the logistics that we talked about earlier. What does, uh, you know, 2,500 people look like at Daly's Place. How was that experience handled? And selfishly, I'm looking at that because I'm planning to go to Double or Nothing at the end of May. Um, so, that, you it, know what? Well, and interestingly, can they get 2,500 people to Daly's Place? Uh, well, they're going to come damn close because it ain't sold out, but they ain't that many good seats left. Okay. okay. At least as of 7 o'clock, you know, via the Ticketmaster website map. Mm-hmm. So... You know, there are still some some seats, but, you know, they're mostly pods of four. So if you're only going in a couple of two, you need to buy four tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be worth it to do so. So the long and short of it is I, I really am interested in seeing what that looks like. But um, 
and just from a logistical standpoint, you know, there isn't a, a match on the card that makes me uh, interested in, in in going. But yeah, I mean, like it's WrestleMania uh, week, which has already started, but it is kind of like an interesting, um, uh, you know, smorgasbord. It's a buffet of wrestling. So <clears> if <throat> you're down, well, good lord, I can only mm-hmm. imagine what Dallas is going to be like because yeah. as they had uh, thirty eight thousand for the Rangers game back on Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to assume right now that WrestleMania is wide the fuck open for next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It broke the record for 108,000. Um, yeah, that's a bullshit number. Also, uh, yeah, I mean, but that later. I mean, because you know floor seating as well. Because the stadium no, doesn't no, no, hold no. that. Because they lie. Okay, well, either way, either way, you throw that number out there, you know they're going for that number or more. So. That's got to be the plan why it was instantly booked for next no, year. No, no, no. We'll, the we'll plan why it was instantly booked was because Los Angeles was supposed to be this year. And they couldn't do it. And, 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 and they couldn't we're do not it. Chance California, not yeah, yeah, California, yeah. California said we're sitting out a year. They, they, right. They've been so then instead of, yeah, instead of opening it up next year, which was possible, they said, screw it. We're going to push it back to 2023 yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and not have it in Los Angeles until then. So who knew? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, knowing what they knew then, that made sense. Um, Dallas is already in the plans, but they just flip flop for L.A. Uh, realistically, though, Arlington is in the middle of nowhere. It might as well be in fucking Iowa, and that's that's the thing yeah, that kind of sucks. Good point. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the thing that kind of sucks. Four about. restaurant, four restaurants, two stadiums. That's all you get. If got. they if they had it at the Cotton Bowl, I would be more interested in going. Oh, yeah. old world class stomping grounds. <laughs> not, not not just that because it's literally in Dallas at the fairgrounds. Right. So. Like it's in the city. I can like book a hotel and not have to worry about getting there an hour. Um, but I believe that well, last time they had it at um, the stadium, and then they had at NXT Takeover like the uh, convention center, which was weird as all hell when the American Airlines Arena is right there. So uh, yeah, Dallas logistically is kind of a mess to maneuver around. Um, and of course, mm-hmm. the indie shows. God only knows where they're going to be. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to position yourself in Dallas when, like, the main show, if you wanted to go to Mania, is 35 miles outside of downtown. Right. So, mm. I, I don't know. I mean, I may just, I may just like, stick it out and, and just go to L.A. in 2023. Mm. Yeah. I'm just... just... Just so people know, I didn't go to the Rangers game. I did not go <laughs> to the Rangers game. You didn't chance that. Everybody no, went. no, no. Everybody. I'm probably one of five people who didn't go to the Rangers game the other day. So we're good. <laughs> we're good. Cool. Well, I don't think we should be holding anybody else's time tonight. So much wrestling to get to. Uh, gentlemen, any other, other comments you want to add for tonight before we roll out? Um. Yeah. One last thing. Apparently, Walter lost his belt, his NXT UK championship belt in Chicago. Ooh. Um, yeah, even oh, the one that got returned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and apparently somebody who bought it from somebody else, uh, he saw it on OfferUp or Craigslist or whatever, and dude bought it, and he's a belt collector. And he just bought it for uh, some money, not nearly as much as it's worth. $30, apparently. Oh, yeah, okay. So not, yeah, not nearly as much as it's worth. <laughs> so it's, it's a very weird story. <laughs> yeah, and the dude said... um, Oh my God! I think this is the real thing. And then, like, DM'd Walter and said, "Yo, I got your belt. What do? You, how do you want to do this?" 
And apparently uh, they sent him a, a replica, like a high fashion replica. So good on him for Return of the Belt. Yeah. Um, but as a belt collector, he had the real thing and decided to not keep it. Oof. Yeah, but, apparently the, the giveaway was the weight. That it was like heavy as yeah. hell compared to the replica ones. Yeah, he said, you know, it, it's, it's just a weird story how, how it all came about. Um, but, uh, yeah, he said it was the belt was like 20 pounds. Yeah. And he noticed that it was uh, immediately different than his other high-quality replicas. Um, and that's when he had that moment where it was just like, oh, this may be real. What do I do now? <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> yeah, really so hard story. Really yeah. hard story. It's crazy. All, all I can think of is that the people that stole it couldn't find a way to get rid of it because it was such a unique item that they're like, look, we need to get this off our hands. But yeah. they're all of $30. That's the weird part to me. It's like, God damn, that's all they took for it? $30? Yeah, that, that's not how that story went, but I don't got time to explain that to y'all, so I'm just going to leave it at that. But we were we, 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 that way at all. I was like, remember that time too. when Jericho lost his belt? Yeah. Oh, that's a whole different story. <laughs> that Longhorn Steakhouse. Uh-huh. <laughs> All I'm going to say before we wrap it up and people get to their shows and all this is if you got a way to support these folks this weekend, find a way to do it with all these indie shows going on. The attendance today, a lot of these was rough. And there's a lot of talk last week that these shows are, you know, this ain't a typical WrestleMania year. A lot of people aren't down there. Hopefully it picks up some tomorrow. I was glad to hear that Bloodsport has a good crowd tonight. And Mm -hmm. hopefully it'll work out. But hey, if you can support whether it's watching a stream or whatever, Dudes, like, this stuff ain't cheap to do, man. And these these people, I think a lot of people are going to be taking a hit this year just because they tried to run a normal WrestleMania weekend schedule, but we're still not out of this pandemic. So the crowds just ain't there to the extent that they normally are. So if you can support, please do, because who knows what next year is going to look like come Texas. When when everybody and their mama shows up at the same time. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 97,000 Texans probably just showing up to watch some wrestling. Right. Because they're going to be told the Von Erics are there. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, Be safe. However you decide to watch wrestling, whether you're in person, whether you're on the road, whether you're watching virtually like we are. And uh, stay tuned because each and every Thursday, 8 p.m., we are live. Uh, and, you know, you can get all your latest news and updates and information about that at BigGoBelt.com. So thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We'll see you all next week.